Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, Donna and Steve at your service on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Woo! Hey, Steve. Hey, Donna. Nice of you to show up. Good to be here. Nice day out there. Real beautiful, nice. Beautiful morning, huh? It sure is, Steve. The sun was hitting just right. Yeah. The there was some overnight rain, maybe, some dew. It just had that nice shimmer to it, didn't it? It sure did, Steve. And, you know, my trees are taking off. My lawn is getting long. You know, you texted me yesterday and said, is it too early to mow? And I said, you know, I, I hear see, there are people mowing. There are people mowing. My neighbors were mowing yesterday. All right. You can mow. Some people like it if you don't mow. I think there's this no mow may thing that I think is good for bees. Everything's yeah, about the bees. I you heard know? an update on that, and it's not exactly as true as they hoped it would be. Okay. So can we, with a clean conscious conscience, conscience? mow our lawns? Yeah, but then you have to be prepared to start mowing every week. Once you mow, it's a go. It's like shaving. It's like right. shaving. Thicker. Nope. Not. <laughs> I might say thicker. Not what I just said. Thicker, <laughs> thicker and darker. Uh, we don't have to oh, yeah, forget that, it. Right? Anyway, happy Wednesday. Hey, we have an email. Oh, mail time. Mail Hold time. on, here comes mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. You can always email the show at Donna and Steve Show at mytalk1071.com. Sometimes we read them on the air, like this one, which came in yesterday after the show, 1234. Get this, Donna. Mm-hmm. This from Annalisa. I am listening to the replay of today's show, and I have listened to the WhatsApp segment probably 500 times. <laughs> I am crying laughing. I love your show so much. Holly, after you left, um, it might not surprise you that this show, though it's never intellectual, you probably make it more so that it goes downhill. What's the word? Uh, Fast. Exponentially. Yes. Ooh. I think that was incorrect, but what that fits even better. Exponentially? Is that what I heard? Yeah. Whatever. That's, it sounded uh, Exponentially. Anyway, during the 10 a.m. Uh, segment, we just had people call in and just say weather, however they wanted to. Great. And, and so it was 1997. And it was a complete disaster, no. might we add. Not according to listener Annalisa. <laughs> who said she listened back to it probably 500 times. I am crying laughing. Then we had emails coming in saying, I tuned out. I oh, were the, take, I haven't gotten that low in the emails yet. I couldn't take it anymore. Oh, I had no. my headphones no. on and it was so loud. I had to change the channel. Oh, well, to <laughs> you folks, we are sorry. But we, you know what they say. Are you, though? Nope. Steve's okay, idea, well, by the way. Re- I'm just going to throw him under the bus right okay. now. Good because job, Donna. <laughs> when you try to please everybody, you end up pleasing nobody. Right. You know, we're not vanilla ice cream. We're Rocky Road. You know, you want your show to be loved or hated. You don't want people to feel tepid about it. You know what I'm saying? You want them to have a feeling. If you're just there, you're there like these beige walls. You want people to talk there. about us. I hate those guys. Yes. And you know what? They those suck. people, they probably listen because it's like hate watching something. 
You're right. If you hate listening to this show, would you email us? Don and Steve Show, mytalk1071.com. Our feelings won't be hurt. Hey, I saw a bit of royal news. All the talk seems to be every day there's still a story about something happening within the royal family, or this, in this case, the, the extended royal family, former royal family. Prince Harry's ghostwriter is opening up about writing Spare with Prince Harry. Say more things. Uh, and it was uh, written by the ghostwriter. There's an article in The New Yorker, and I, I'm going to read it to you. I'll, I'll read you the opening paragraph so you get a vibe as to what this long article, which I did not read all of, says. I was exasperated with Prince Harry. My head was pounding, my jaw was clenched, and I was starting to raise my voice. And yet some part of me was still able to step outside the situation and think, this is so weird. I'm shouting at Prince Harry. Then, as Harry started going back at me, as his cheeks flushed and his eyes narrowed, a more pressing thought occurred. Whoa, it could all end right here. That's the opening paragraph of the ghostwriter writing about his account of writing with Prince Harry. He said it was it happened in the summer of 2022. I'll read a bit more. For two years, I've been the ghostwriter on Harry's memoir, Spare. And now, reviewing his latest edits in a middle-of-the-night Zoom session, we'd come to a difficult passage. Harry, at the close of grueling military exercises in rural England, gets captured by pretend terrorists. You might remember this. Mm -hmm, I do. It's a simulation, but the tortures inflicted upon Harry are very real. He's hooded, he's dragged to an underground bunker, beaten, frozen, starved, stripped, forced into excruciating stress positions by captors who were wearing, like, all black, essentially. The idea is to find out if Harry has the toughness to survive an actual capture on the battlefield. Two of his fellow soldiers, by the way, don't. They crack. At last, Harry's captors throw him against the wall, choke him, and scream insults into his face, culminating in a vile dig at Princess Diana. Mm -hmm. He then goes on to say, the ghostwriter, that they have this back and forth, he and Harry, of Harry wants to include it in the memoir at the end of that chapter a comeback that he had. He had this comeback for these guys who tried to throw his mother under the bus. Mm -hmm. And by the way, those guys did apologize after the right, bit yes, ended. They did, yes. But he had a comeback, sort of like a return serve insult that he thought would have been really cool to, to end it on because he had gone through much of his life with people telling him he wasn't as intelligent as he should be and sort of belittling him. And he thought this would be an opportunity for me to like show like I was smart enough, I was tracking and I... Told, I put them in their place. Right. They go back and forth and back and forth. And the, the ghostwriter goes on to say, I thought I was going to lose my job. I thought, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to wake up in the morning and he's going to be like, not only did you lose out on the paycheck, you know, which is sizable, but you've lost out on this relationship. We have to go in a different direction. And instead, he was able to somehow convince Harry to not include it because a memoir, he said, isn't entirely about you. It's, it's bits of your story carved out so that they can appeal to the masses. It's not your intricate, specific story of your life and how you want to be shown. This is what the author, the ghostwriter, is telling him. Hmm. But they go back and forth and back and forth. Harry is, like, not saying anything on this Zoom call, just glaring into the camera. Finally, he exhales. I said that weird. <laughs> True story. And calmly explained that all his life, people had belittled his intellectual capabilities, and this flash of cleverness proved that even after being kicked and punched and deprived of sleep and food, he had his own wits about him. Oh, I said, okay, it makes sense to me now, but the author says I still refused. 
they go into this stalemate again. At the end of it, Harry ends up saying, okay, fine. We don't have to include it. Mm-hmm. And then he says, I like that I can get you worked up like this. And then they go on to the wow. next thing and the next thing. But it was, it's it's a very long article. So you might, if you want to know what the ghostwriter felt writing this, go to the New Yorker. There's a whole the write-up about it today. Okay. All right, long. I have a question. <clears throat> when Harry said he wanted to include a rebuttal or a comeback, was it something in retrospect, like, you know, I should have said this? I don't think so. That That's not how it comes across in what's written in The New Yorker. It sounds like it was in the moment, like, and then I said this, and he was offering, like, a restraint. Yeah, like, don't say what you said. the better part of Valor here. Yeah, you can just stop right there. We've told people we've... Well, you could feel the pain for him better. Right. Knowing that they were shouting these awful things. And perhaps that's what the ghostwriter's trying to say, is that's what people will connect with more than, oh, and look, he had the perfect comeback. Right. He's perfect after all. Right. You know? Interesting. Anyway, it's very long. Okay. Um, I mean, the book is well written. Um, I knew right away. I was not, And this is not to say that Prince Harry is not an intelligent guy. Maybe he's just not good in school or whatever, because any interview I've seen him in, he sounds very articulate to me. But the book is exceptionally well written, in my opinion. And so I was like, yeah, I don't think he wrote this. But he talked it out. Yeah, you know? yeah, for a sure. A bunch of Zoom sessions and all Still that. Still a good so. story, a good story. Anyway, that write, uh, write up again on the New Yorker. Uh, we'll link it up. Check that out. All right, we got to go. When we come back, uh, Morgan Wallen, apparently those voice problems that he had that some of us had questions about, mm-hmm. right? Is it really a voice problem? I'll get an update from Morgan Wallen, hear it from his words as to what his next six weeks look like. That when we come back, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Friends, what's up? It's Steve for Origin Meals. Would you like to save time and eat better? We can all get around that. You got to go to OriginMeals.com today. Try it for yourself. They have a love it uh, or send it back. Guarantee you'll get your money back if you don't love the meals that they have. I think that you will. Why? Well, one of the things that they do differently is each week they make all of their meals from scratch using the best ingredients they can find. 100% grass-fed beef, free-range turkey, antibiotic-free chicken, wild-caught salmon, and that turns into some really wonderful menu options for you. They have a rotating menu each week. You can go through and hand-select the ones that you would like, or you could just sort of put in some preferences and then enjoy the surprise of, oh, what has arrived? Fresh, never frozen at our doorstep. So we can just have dinner. You just got to heat it and eat it. Again, fresh, never frozen. These are delicious, and you feel good about what you ate. On top of that, we mentioned it's a beautiful day out there today. You get more time back to hang out on the patio, on the deck, whatever. OriginMeals.com. Mention you're a my talker. Save 30% off your first order. Hey, it's Alexis for Gens Ryan, and while they can't control the weather, they sure can help you beat the heat. Isn't that right, Perk? Absolutely right, Alexis. Right now, purchase a... Welcome back. Hello. Hello. Donna and Steve at your service on My Talk 1071. Her talk is fun. Holly Roberts is with us for hour one as well. Yeah. Hello. Let's hear it for the Holly. Hello. I just said I wish we could do a lie detector test. Because this is true. This is this is true everywhere that you work. No matter how much you love your job. Everywhere and we're just in the work. Everywhere. Donna, name the show. I don't know what you're singing. Full House. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But I wonder, at every job, again, no matter if you're in an industry that you love or one that you tolerate, or just you do it because you're good at it, whatever. There is someone in that building who likes their job the most. 
there is someone in that building who likes their job the least. And I was saying, if you do a more narrow view of it, not to get dark here, but within the air staff here at my talk, there is someone on the air staff who likes the job the most. Hmm. There is someone just, this is just because this is how truth works, who likes their job the least by comparison. Hmm. And maybe they would all fall under like, right? If you had to go love, like, okay with, tolerate, hate it, looking. Well, sounds like a really great team building exercise, Steve. <laughs> Can't wait to do that one. Would it be? Wait, wait, hang on, though. Wait a second. What, Morgan Wallen news in a moment. Wouldn't if if I said you could snap your fingers and know who likes their not who makes the most, not any of that stuff. Who likes their job the most and who likes their job the least? I would snap my fingers in a heartbeat to know that. I just found, I would just be curious information. Nah, don't need to know. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this, Holly. Need to know. I wrote this specifically for you. Sure. If I said that I could tell you the day that you will laugh the most, it may have already happened or it might happen in the future. Would you like to know that? No, I don't. <laughs> how about no? No, how about no? Okay. How about let's keep the mystery alive? D-Bone? Uh, what? No. Not when you're going to die. No, not how I you're going to die. No. Do you want to know if you've already... Or how about this? If I've already peaked in my well, laughter. When your laughter. <laughs> also, like, what day will you make the most amount of money? Did that already come? Is mm. it coming? Mm. No, Just I don't want to know. Just non-death things that could be interesting no. to know. No. Oh, no. This is the joy of life. It's the journey. Okay. That's All right. right. All right. Okay, Live I, in the now, Steve. I, just, yeah, I now. was just asking. I don't know. Just asking. <laughs> now we go to Morgan Wallen. Morgan Wallen had to cancel a concert a couple weeks ago, and a lot of people uh, thought, was it really because you lost your voice? Or was it because were you out partying too much? Were you too drunk to get on stage? One of the security guards there was like, yeah, he was too drunk. And then Morgan Wallen's team came out and said, well, that's not true. But some people, I think, felt uh concerned or suspicious wondering because he's had some incidents before where it's been alcohol induced and so you've wondered uh what's really going on here well he came out and uh spoke yesterday and put a video out there okay explaining would you guys like to hear from morgan wallen his sure. very own self yeah, here he let's is do it what's going on y'all i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out pretty sure that's j-lo and p.s the person behind all of this is chris jenner llc we drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends blinded by the item listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded by the item youtube channel i'm just gonna go ahead and get straight to it i got some bad news from my doctors at the vanderbilt voice center yesterday after taking 10 days of vocal rest I performed three shows last weekend in Florida, and by the third one, I felt terrible. So I went in and got scoped yesterday, and they told me that I re-injured my vocal cords and that I have vocal fold trauma. Their advice is that I go on vocal rest for six weeks. So that's what I'm going to do. They want me not to talk at all, but they said if I need to, it's okay for something like this. Um, I also tore my lat while we were in Australia. I've been trying to work through that quietly, but 
this time off is, is going to help me get that back right as well. We're working on rescheduling all the dates during this time frame. We've almost got that done, but some of them are pending, so I'll keep you updated. I won't be able to make these festivals mm -hmm. that I have during That's this time bummer. frame, bummer. but we are going to make those right in next year. So anyway. Oh, um, wow. So he's basically canceling his tour, it sounds like. Well, I think his next scheduled performance is going to be late June, back-to-back -back shows at Wrigley Field in Chicago. But he's got to take six weeks off between now and then. And again, his doctor is telling him that he really shouldn't even talk unless he needs to do it in little bits and pieces for, for instance, something he like that. He sounded pretty good to me. Donna! What? I'm just saying. He's talking. <clears throat> I get it. Okay. Listen, have you ever had... Nodules? Folds? Vocal folds? I don't like the word fold unless it involves laundry. <laughs> All right. I don't want to he talk is... about fleshy folds. Well, he's got vocal fold trauma. Hmm. I'd like to see vocal cords. What do they look like? Well, I actually had a scope before. Mm -hmm. It kind of looks like a different body part. Exactly. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? I hear you now. Yeah. I know what like, you're saying. Know like what you're if saying. someone saw a Polaroid of it, they would think it was like a naughty picture. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm but gonna do. What do vocal cords look like? I'm gonna put Safe Search on. <laughs> oh no. Oh boy. Oh my but, gosh. But you know, here's the thing. Sheesh. I think that that's intentional in the human body. Think about it. Oh, you're one way. You're giving life one way. Your words can give life another way. Queen. Oh, Holly. Speak, Queen. You are a poet. You are like our own Gwyneth. Oh, I thought of more Dr. Seuss. Sorry. <laughs> I thought maybe you meant that's that's so true though. That's yeah, that's Oh, are you looking true. are you looking at him at the vocal uh, yes, cords? Yes, I've seen the vocal cords. Yes. Doesn't it look dirty? Sure. That's <laughs> I that's a that's strange. I've never seen vocal cords. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Anyway, there good are folds. Steve. He's yeah. got fold trauma. And we hope that he uh, recovers soon. But anyway, he's, he's going to be down for the count for a while. Um, okay, when we come back, speaking of vocal cord folds, <laughs> I get an email from Donna this morning. Oh, no. In the 8 a.m. hour. You're going to talk about my email? I mean, my... The question. The text. Okay. I think this is a good question. Coming out of vocal cord talk as well it's an interesting question and i bet one of you my talkers will have the answer in a jiffy because i think doctors and nurses listen as they're on their way to losing their license <laughs> uh you can call after the break bye where talk is fun my talk 1071 everything enter Justice for the injured. You guys, that is a slogan over at Bradshaw and Bryant Law Firm. But it's more than that to them. It's the reason they say they're attorneys. Because they know people need someone who's going to be fighting for their rights. And Bradshaw and Bryant believe that with their experience and their talent and their available resources, they are able to achieve justice for their clients, giving you the best legal representation possible. If you have suffered from a personal injury as a result of an accident, make sure you contact an attorney as soon as you can. You can get a hold of Mike Bryant over at Bradshaw and Bryant. He'll set up a free consultation, and uh, he assures me that it doesn't cost you anything to meet to discuss your case. In fact, attorneys don't even get paid until there is an actual settlement. For so many years, Mike has been named a super lawyer. 
Also been named among Minnesota's top personal injury lawyers by Minnesota Law and Politics. He's Mike uh, Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant. You can find him today at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Good morning, you guys. Woo! And a beautiful morning it is here in Minnesota. Thank you for listening. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Woo! All right. Go ahead. Well, you you brought up a good question. And uh random, albeit. Oh yeah, <laughs> that is for sure. This is a t- may I read it? Sure. I'll, I'll, I'll edit it as needed. Yeah, you could read it. Um, but it felt like you were suggesting a a segment because oh. this does not feel to me Oh no, I was just asking. Please don't ask me these sorts of questions that I mean <laughs> the only way I want to address it is through a um through a segment. Okay. Here's how it reads. Holly, let us know if you went on this thread so you can get these kind of texts. <laughs> I have a random question, she says, without a good morning or anything. What do you think they do with body parts after operations like, let's say, your leg is amputated? Where is that going? Is there a special place for it? Or does it just go in a hospital dumpster? What are they doing with tonsils? Are they saving them? Are they using them for students who are studying medicine? I need answers. That was the beginning, middle, and end of the text. Good questions. It is Thank a good question. You. Yes, yes. And I got to thinking. I mean, I, I could just Google it, but, but I wanted to ask the question. Since we believe that there is a, at least one doctor or nurse who's listening, if you're qualified, only if you have <clears throat> some background in medicine, call us, 651-641-1071. If you Googled it and want to tell us, we only want to hear... From the medical professionals. Okay. Okay. That's how this show will stay credible. You know, I went walking with my nurse neighbor, Laura, this morning. I could have just asked her, but the question didn't pop into my mind. Yeah, exactly. I do have a guess. Crematorium? I guess so, but I guess my question would be, do they have one in-house? Good question. Or do they have a truck that comes? I mean, listen, this is the this is the underside of the world, right? There are so many things that happen outside of our view that are intended to be kept out of our view because we just, you don't want to see how the sausage gets need, made. Right, exactly. But like, is there a truck driver who every day goes and picks, picks up, up, you know, it could be fatty tissue. It could sure. be tonsils, an old kidney or something like that. Yeah. It could be all sorts of things. We just don't know. We have a doctor on the line? We have Nicole on the line. <clears throat> Hi, Nicole. Welcome to the Don and Steve experience. Before you tell us what you know, can you tell us your medical credentials? Yep. I'm a medical laboratory scientist. Perfect. I got my ASCP certification from the Board of uh, Certification here in the United States, and I have actually dealt with this before. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, we're really not trying to be crude here. It's just a point of curiosity that randomly struck Donna. What can you tell us about what happens to body parts that are no longer in use at the hospital okay so when they amputate a leg say they get a whole leg from a diabetes something or another Mm -hmm. they actually send that over to pathology but first we get it in the laboratory so they actually bring it from the operating room to the laboratory and we stack courier it over to the pathologist and they will actually examine it and keep it in a limb fridge oh, over my. there. Okay. Then what happens? <laughs> like, after, okay, <laughs> so it's in the fridge. That, I'm sure they um, 
see if the patient requires more testing on it, like say if there was an infection that was causing the removal of the body part or whatever. But other than that, they would just put it into a biohazard container after that and it goes to the biohazard where it gets incinerated. Okay. Okay. All right. Wow. Wait, can I just go back one step? Something you said was interesting. So it goes to your lab and then, so let's say this is the whole leg of a diabetes patient. You get mm-hmm. that whole leg. You said that you then, one, one of you has to courier this over. So does that mean, like, do you wrap it up? Do you put it on a cart that, like, I think you're taking Jello to the next room when, in fact, there's a human leg under there? Funny enough, we actually have it just in a bio, wrapped in two biohazard bags, and it's zip-tied at the top, right? Uh-huh. So you can't really see into it. But you can actually hold the leg and feel the ankle if you really wanted to. And then we put it into a cooler bag, like a really big cooler bag. And we call it our limb bag. And then we zip it in so it stays refrigerated or at least body temp, you know, to keep it preserved. Wow. Um, And then we actually call a courier service to bring it over to our pathology. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for the call. Oh, we knew. You. We knew we could rely on yeah. you smart my talkers out there. That is a credible, credible thought. Now we have another caller. Let's just take this one Well, cool. you know what? Line two's no good. We oh, that's right. That. We can't do oh, sorry, sorry, line, line two. two. Bye. We believe in you. We, we love feel like you. we got good answers. Yeah, okay, here. that was great. Okay. Random. But now Random your curiosity thought. has been appeased. This is great. Thanks, Steve. You got it, Donna. That was great. Uh apparently. Back on track to our show. Uh, Tom Cruise. Reports are that Tom Cruise is extremely interested in pursuing Shakira. Why do we think this? Well. I feel like I've never seen them together, but I guess they have been. They were hanging out together at the Formula One Grand Prix in Miami over the weekend. And I don't know. Somebody said there's chemistry. Um, you know, she split from her longtime boyfriend. He's single. Uh, let's see. She's 46. He's 60. Um, 60. Wow. Tom Cruise has a movie that's coming out this July ah, called Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part One. Mm, so maybe they're just trying to make headlines or he's just trying to make headlines. Um, but apparently... She needs a soft pillow to fall on, and that could be Tom. He's a nice-looking guy. He looks pretty hard. He does. I don't really like where the nipples are placed. Uh, okay. Aren't it's those so, distracting, Tom? Yes. It's so funny that you so guys distracted. are talking about the nipples, because I'm looking at this. <laughs> this is so funny. We're not going to get to your jury duty thing, Donna. Not in this segment. Okay, that's no, fine. I had a real nipple complex growing up, if I may be so vulnerable. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. And so I always felt that they were mine, were <laughs> a touch low and a little too far out, like looking, checking the perimeter as opposed to <laughs> looking straight forward. Funny that you say this because I was looking at this picture of Tom Cruise and I was thinking, but filtering out in my head, should I ask you two ladies if you feel distracted <laughs> by his nipples that are poking through his shirt? Because I sometimes will see my nipples and I don't have big nipples, but I think that they're often in a ready state. Sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Rarely flaccid. They're like, hello. You're always in a cold room. Exactly. Sure. And um, uh, and, and Tom Cruise appears to be in the same situation. Tell me more about the distraction that you're getting from the nipples. He just looks a little sloppy to me in this picture with Shakira, by the way. Uh, 
I think he needs an undershirt because it's distracting in the way that they're a little low. Okay. Like if mine were that low, I'd be l- lifting them, lifting like sure. my <laughs> boobs up on the down low, you know, to, to position correctly. You know, no. There are Spanx undershirts for men. Yes, there are. Go do a Google of Tom Cruise no, no shirt. And I wonder if it's just the, what I've always appreciated about his body is he has a wider um, like hip, he has wider hips, so he yeah. doesn't have that perfect V. And I, I just have a natural propensity for love handles, and so I like it when I see someone with a wider top frame, even at the base of the top. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. Um, wow. Well, there's the, some like tiger beat pictures in there. Yeah, I don't like that picture <laughs> from the outsiders. Go to, go to one up from that. Don't, okay. Yeah, yeah, or far left, far left, top left, top yeah. left. Yeah, I mean, he looks. How do you feel about that? Fine. He looks Do good. they still look low there? Yes. Okay. But whatever. I mean, sometimes you got low nips. Yeah. Yeah. yeah listen, he, he we're all God's that, children. Right? Mm-hmm. They're all, all yeah. sorts of. Yeah. No, he looks good, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, apparently, I mean, I hope she knows what she's getting into. What, with, with the like... nipples? No. Oh. <laughs> Let's look up her ex's nipples, Gerard Piquet. Yeah. Uh, uh, I was thinking, you know, Scientology. That's oh, just like. Yeah. You want to, I mean, if you're just friends with benefits or whatever, fine. But if you're looking for a relationship long term, oh, much this higher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These are much higher. Yeah. And Gerard PK, the soccer star. Now, his aren't as well centered, I will say that. Mm-hmm. Now, Donna, I think Shakira is going to be okay because the Hollywood speak on this again. Oh, look, Tom Cruise had the biggest movie of the year last year with Top Gun Maverick. People are liking Tom Cruise again. Yeah. Let's yeah. put him back in a relationship, or at least speculate about Tom Cruise being back in a relationship. Enough time has passed between him and Katie Holmes. He's not talking. Let's make him human again. What does she have going on, I wonder? Is uh, she has like an album she, coming out? Kate Shakira? Yeah. Well, she's trying to avoid uh, charges of tax evasion. Oh, there is that. Mm. And she broke up with Gerard Piquet, and that was a very spicy breakup. Yes, there was cheating. I didn't know that they, maybe I knew this at one point. Okay, you say cheating. Maybe I knew this. Yeah, he was allegedly cheating. Shakira made a whole breakup song about it, called him out. She even put on her balcony a witch animatronic robot with a sign that was labeled it her mother-in-law for her mother-in-law to see. Well, that's interesting. You know, so again, wow, she could she, she could be dirty, a, a spicy makeup or a breakup. Break excuse wow. me. Wow, 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 wow. Oh yeah, she's right, she well. number one trending in music right now on Twitter. She mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. because it, of because this. of this. Because but but the, but the the headline reads like it's Tom looking for the publicity. If you're going to go the publicationship right. angle, yeah. Tom Cruise is reportedly extremely interested in Shakira. That, right, yeah. Sent well, her flowers. Yeah. Well, yes. See, again, we're trying to make Tom human, or Tom human, Tom Cruise back into a human. You know, it's been so focused on him doing all of these stunts. You know, he, yes. is, he is defying his human capabilities and providing sure. us these entertainments. Now they're like, hey, look, People have accepted Tom Cruise again via his last hit. Hmm. Let's give this a try again. We're just testing the waters here. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Good luck to those kids. Hey, uh, uh, Top Gun Maverick is, I think, free on Amazon Prime now. If, you've, if you're late to the game, I know it's a year later. Yeah. What is Top Gun? Top Gun, nice, Top Gun uh, Maverick, but Maverick. still, you know. Did you see it? No. Uh, it was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, it was exactly what you'd expect. 
It was Top Gun. It was uh, not groundbreaking, but it was satisfying. Yes, exactly. All right, we got to go. When we come back, if you see something, you should say something. Um, Okay, now they're asking for tips on this do-it-yourself experience that's really annoying. The tipping stuff is getting out of hand. getting a little out of hand. Uh, We've got that all on the way, and... um, what you have something about Kurt Loder? MTV bids a farewell to MTV News yeah. yesterday after 36 years, and so trending yesterday on Twitter was the old sound of Kurt Loder breaking the news of Kurt oh. Cobain's death. It's an interesting listen. Cool from all these you know nearly 30 years ago. We'll get into that when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey guys, Donna here for Spire Credit Union. I am a member of Spire, and they've got loans to borrow for pretty much any purpose. Spire finances newer used vehicles and they make the process super easy and they get the loans done really fast. Spire has low rates to get you more car for your money. Remember, you don't have to finance through the dealer. You can shop around. In fact, Spire also offers extended warranty plans with better coverage and at a lower cost than the dealers. Oh, and listen to this. Spire has an auto refinance guarantee where they guarantee to beat your non-Spire auto loan rate or they will give you $50. You can just ask a Spire rep for more information on that. You know, Spire has been in the business since the 1930s. They've got 22 branches in the metro in Minnesota, and the newest location is over in Golden Valley, just off 394. You can find more at myspire.com. Spire is insured by NCUA, an equal housing opportunity lender. Hope you guys are doing well. You're our buddy blues. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. We're talking fun. Hey, if you see something, say something. I oh, will. that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Hey, hi. Hey, 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 hey. Can I start? Sure. Hmm. Have you heard the term tipping fatigue? Could we do that again? Have you heard the term tipping fatigue? I have heard that. You have? I have. I've never heard it, but I have it. And I feel it. I feel it too. The Wall Street Journal just did a big write-up on how we're even being asked to leave tips at self-checkouts now. okay. I mean, come on. They, uh, I guess they did a talk to a few people who've recently encountered these prompts. Like, so someone, for example, bought a $6 bottle of water at a self-checkout kiosk at the Newark airport. And then it asked them if they wanted to leave a 10% or 20% tip. And they said, this person said, you know, it feels like emotional blackmail. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of when you're at like one of those pet stores. Would you like to save a pet today? Yeah, I'm saving my own pet. That's why I just bought the food right. here. Okay? <laughs> I'm saving him from starvation. Say, no, I'm like, don't try manipulating me. Mm-hmm. The answer is no. A baseball fan grabbed a beer from a self-service fridge at Petco Park, speaking of, in San Diego, asked him to leave a tip. He was like, I didn't know who the money was going to, but he still left a 20% tip. Yeah, I know. We feel sort of pressured into it. I know. 
But both of those organizations, according to the Wall Street Journal, uh, said that the money does go to employees, but it just feels weird to leave a tip when you didn't actually interact with an employee. Yeah, so I have an idea for these self-service. I'm at a ball game and I bought myself a beer. Yeah. Do you want more money to go to your employees? I think that's a great idea. Pay them more. How about this? (laughs) Take a dollar out of the 10 bucks that you just (laughs) charged me for that beer. Boom. Tipped. I don't feel like I'm, because now I feel like I'm carrying your luggage. Right. Pay them more. Yes. Give them a cut out. You're already, especially in that situation. Yes. Where they are intentionally jacking up prices. The only reason the price is that high is because they know you're desperate. You're a prisoner at the stadium. You can only get the beer there. So now it's this much. That's right. why the hot dog right. is $11, all that. Take a buck out of that and tip them. Yeah. You know? Woo. And I'm and I am pro tip tipping. Yeah, but if there's nobody there and you're doing the work that you would normally tip the person for, it makes zero sense. I wish that they would take it out when there's a takeout prompt as well. I love local businesses and getting picking up food and all that. That's oh, great. Yeah. But I don't want to feel like, well, wait a minute, you didn't deliver it to my table. You didn't deliver it to my house. Right. In fact, you didn't deliver it. At all. I came and got it. Right. Why am I now looking at a 15, 20 or 25% option? Is that the discount that you're offering me for picking it up? Uh, this feels weird. <laughs> and does. again, if I'm sitting down there, I love tipping. Tipping is great. Tipping is I fun. want to tip. I tip my barber. I tip the, I tip anytime I'm in a restaurant and I'm always like, when in doubt, tip higher. But it's when you start getting nickel and dimed on services that yeah. don't feel tip. I was going to say tip worthy. It just feels like now you're kind of making a mockery of tipping. Yeah, yeah. It's now it's just a hand. surcharge. Yeah, it's you know getting out of hand. We're mad as hell. We're not going to take it anymore. And by that, we mean we will feel the social pressure and we will tip. That is correct. But we will complain about it. you damn right. At home and on air. Goodbye. MTV News signed off for good yesterday after 36 years. Think of the names Kurt Loder, mm-hmm. Suchin Pak. Tabitha. Tabitha Soren, Gideon Yago. It's all gone. Paramount. Um Paramount Global, the parent company over MTV and various other properties, they did some big layoffs. And MTV News, some consolidation, some streamlining. MTV News, which I ignorantly didn't even know was still around. I didn't either. And actually, I thought it was weird and a little terrible at times. It just felt like I was getting my news from like 14-year-olds. Oh, but out Kurt Loader. He was great. Well, Kurt it, Loader it, was great. He was he was the most legit. Even Tabitha Soren, I thought was pretty good. Um, it's interesting that you say that because we're going to hear from Kurt Loader because yesterday, once this news came out, Kurt Loader, who's now I believe seventy eight years old, wow, he broke the news of Kurt Cobain's death on MTV. Now there was a radio station, as you will hear, who had already found out about it. I but heard it on the radio. There, yeah. there is a little bit of a. I get what you mean. Maybe I wouldn't use as extreme of language as you just did. I feel like I'm getting my news from 14-year-olds. But it had a decidedly and intentionally different tone of course. than Walter Cronkite yes. and Dan Rather, etc. It felt a little less polished, and I think that's what made people buy into it a little more. So here is what it sounded like. And, and by the way, they didn't even have like a dramatic breaking news thing, which they could have used like a sting. You'll hear yeah. the music coming in. It's still just a, and I thought they could have softened that for breaking news like this. But here's Kurt Loder uh, breaking the news of Kurt Cobain's death. 
Hi, I'm Kurt Loder with an MTV News special report. The body of Nirvana leader Kurt Cobain was found in a house in Seattle on Friday morning, dead of an apparently self-inflicted shotgun blast to the head. Police found what is said to be a suicide note at the scene, but have not yet divulged its contents. Cobain, who was 27, had reportedly been missing for several days. The Los Angeles Times reported on Wednesday that Nirvana was breaking up and that Cobain was planning to undergo drug rehabilitation. A source close to the band told MTV News earlier this week that while that story sounded bad, it was better than what was, quote, really going on. That comment remains to be clarified. Cobain's body was found in a house in Seattle where he had previously lived. It was discovered by an electrician who had showed up at around 8 a.m. to do some work at the house. He looked in a window and said he recognized the body on the floor as Cobain's. Before calling police, the electrician first called a local radio station to break the news. Although at press time, police were declining Gross. to officially identify the body as that of Cobain, pending notification of next of kin, a reporter for the Seattle Post-Intelligencer, who was on the scene, ID'd the body as Cobain's, and several other news outlets have gone public with that identification. Cobain's wife, singer Courtney Love, was in England on tour with her band Hole when the body was discovered. With Courtney in England was the baby daughter she'd had with Cobain, Frances Bean. We'll have much more on this story as it continues to unfold, starting with a two-hour special program beginning at 5 p.m. East and West here on MTV. Okay, um, what's his hurry? You he know, was uh, reading that so fast. Well, and he wasn't reading it from a prompter either. He was reading it from a paper script in front of him. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they probably said, hey, let's do it in 90 seconds. Let's get in. Let's oh. get out. We don't want to interrupt because we, we're we not going to belabor it just yet. We're going to give them what the, I, I'm I'm guessing. But, you know, MTV music video heaven back then. And so it's like, let's get back to what people yeah. tune in for. Yeah. And when we break in with news, it's just going to be, here's what you need to know. We'll see you later tonight. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, I, I did not know that the electrician called the radio station. I didn't know that party, or I didn't remember that. That's yeah. not good. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Goodness gracious. Also, along the way, MTV News uh, did some, you know, had some pop culture moments. Uh, if you remember, well, I don't know if you would remember, but in 94, President Clinton appeared on Enough is Enough, which was a town hall about violence in America. And somebody in the audience asked him if he wore boxers or briefs. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that was a big thing. He said, usually briefs. I can't believe she did that, he said. There you go. Holly, mm-hmm. it's been real fun. Yeah, hard-hitting news here. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay, when we come back, we'll have some music news. Some ACM performers will tell you who's going to be performing.